funny how. What's going on, Chuckleheads? This is Dingo Talk. I am Carlo Guadagnino, and today my guest is head women's lacrosse coach, Liz Geyer. Um, so, as she's just getting here, we're, we're just getting ready to get this thing underway, but uh, I'm glad you're here. If you manage to follow, find me on YouTube, please hit subscribe and like. And uh, without further ado, here is uh, Coach Geyer. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carla Guadagnino. Joining me today is head women's lacrosse coach, Liz Geyer. Coach, thank you for joining me. I'm not going to forget this time. There's your turners. Thank you. Um, coach, obviously with the corona and whatnot, we're going to talk about, I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about this year's season not being kind of going away and yeah. being there but not being there. And being tough. Um, talk about the building of the program last year. Mm -hmm. uh, but before we do all that, we probably should get to know you. What I know is you're from Eldersburg, Maryland. Mm -hmm. You started 31 out of 33 games on defense for Bridgewater and mm -hmm. led that team in uh, draw controls. Yeah, you know, um, I actually didn't plan on growing up. I didn't plan on playing lacrosse in college um, until my senior year, I really, um, fell in love with it and I had visited a lot of schools and knew I wanted to go into athletic training at the time was dead set on it and was between one school that had lacrosse and Bridgewater that had or Bridgewater that had lacrosse and another school that didn't and both had strong athletic training programs so in the end I was like hey I can play lacrosse I can study um, you know I didn't go through the recruitment process uh, Eldersburg and Carroll County are really strong lacrosse areas and I always thought, because of so many of the great players I was playing with, that that was, college lacrosse was only for amazing players, yeah. was for D1 kids. And then when I got to college, I actually fit right in. I actually could really compete. I actually transitioned. I played goalie um, all through high school. And we came in the Bridgewater and had a great senior goalie. And my coach was like, do you want to give defense a try? Which is what I had grown up playing. And... I loved it. I had so much fun. So I have a deep, was a defensive midi, set up on the draw, and just absolutely loved it and was really happy for two years. Um, after two years, though, had some financial difficulties and um, actually transferred back to, I went to community college for a year. And during that year, I, um, I took a year to, the semester to coach at my alma mater at Chapelgate. And we went to championships. Uh, and I knew I right then. The coaching bug was that adventure. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. I could I showed up to practice every single day, and it was hands down the best part of my day. I loved it. And so I went from athletic training and switched over to strictly exercise science. Um, and then my senior year picked up a coaching and management major minor. So let's talk about that the, the year of transfer. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have either had to go through that or mm -hmm. possibly you know future. Yeah recruits can look at that and go, okay, maybe if I take a year away, I can still go back and do mm -hmm. what I want to do. Maybe not the same place, but yeah. um, what all went in, other than the, like the financial thing, obviously, mm -hmm. but what was, how did you come to that decision of, okay, well, if I'm going to be back, I'm going to go coach? You know, it was, it was a process. When I first left Bridgewater, it was not, it wasn't something I really wanted to do by any means, and yet it was definitely something that if I had not done, I would not be where I am today, hands down. I know that for a fact. 
and it challenged me really to focus on what I really loved doing rather than what I always thought I should be doing. Um, so I took a couple classes at a community college and ultimately transferred to McDaniel. And when I got there, it was such a different caliber of lacrosse, even though they're the same division. Bridgewater, I was able to pretty much walk on and take up a starting position. At McDaniel, I was lucky to get in a game, to be honest. It was very humbling, and yet I still loved it. I loved it every single day. And I think that's really what made me know that I could do this. It was really tough. I didn't necessarily get in and immediately mesh with the team. I was nervous. I was very rusty, very <laughs> out of shape. And was when I left Bridgewater, I wasn't even sure if I'd get another chance to play. And when I was coaching and decided I wanted to go into coaching, I knew I had to have more of those years of, of actually playing under my belt if I ever wanted to pursue this long term. So it ended up working out over four years of playing. I had four different head coaches. Um, I saw a lot of different coaching styles. I saw a lot of different ways that I wanted to do things. Um, I had two coaches that their style, I, interpret, I take a lot of it into my own style now, mm -hmm. um, that are more structured, are really focused, and I need that in my life. And I know young women at the age of 18, 19 need that in their life. Um, and then I had other coaches that I pretty much came to the conclusion, I'm gonna do things very differently. So ultimately it taught me a ton, and it was great to, it's great to look back on at the time, again, I didn't know if I'd keep playing. I didn't know if I'd have another opportunity to participate in lacrosse. And I was given those opportunities all over the place, which is great. Now, let's talk about this. So you said it, it's a humbling thing going from, I mean, like there's 31 of 33 starts at Bridgewater. Yeah. And then you get to McDaniels, and you said it. I mean, there's a 2013 ECHE championship mm -hmm. run there. So there, I mean, what would you say, like if you had a player that came to you and they maybe started their whole career in high school, what are you telling them now as a coach from yeah. going through that experience? What is the, obviously to keep with it and whatnot, but yeah. how do you keep them engaged? How do they keep you engaged, I guess, is more. I think one of the biggest things is I had a good relationship with my coach my senior year. So my junior year at McDaniel, um, I played in four games. And I wasn't always sure whether it was because I wasn't doing something. I knew part of it was I was rusty. I knew part of it was these girls were better than me to begin with. They, some of them, so many of them had played clubs, so many of them had stayed consistently in McDaniel. Um, but I also was wondering what else I could be doing, I guess. And when it came down to it, my senior year, I had a coach who, one of the first things she did was she met with me and she said, you have a role on this team. And that meant so much. That role wasn't always going to be starting. A lot of times, I'm, I'm a talker. <laughs> um, if you've ever seen me coach, I am extremely loud. And my coach would put me in the games when we would get quiet. And for me to know that that specific role was mine, that she All trusted I'm gonna say is, where was, where was a coach like that? I mean, I've been loud for 28 years and I've only gotten yelled at for it. Jeez. She embraced it. <laughs> um, so Kristen Ramey, she's now, she's still at McDaniel and she's still somebody I go to, but her insistence that my role didn't have to look like anybody else's 
but it needed to be embraced mm -hmm. was huge for me to hear. And I still say that to my girls all the time, especially building a program, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, but you have a lot of kids that come in not knowing what this college process looks like, not knowing how good the girls you're gonna play against are. And it doesn't mean you're, role is absent it means that it might shift it yeah, might change. it's going to change it might yeah. not be what you were and that's yeah. at any sport it's going to be you might have been a starter here you might be exactly. a role player here it's, yeah so you graduate with a bachelor's from mcdaniels and then mm -hmm. is there a little bit of coaching there before you end up in chicago or yeah or? yeah it took a year and i actually went back to bridgewater um i coached as an assistant there for one year i was also working at dick's morning goods i think courtney said she was doing the same seems to be a yeah. thing um so i and through my senior um junior and senior year at mcdaniel i was also i was working there as well um, working during that time as well so i worked at a sporting goods store then and then transferred down to bridgewater um coached for a year there really got my toes wet in the college coaching realm. I had never coached club. I had never really, other than coaching at my alma mater for a year, I really didn't have much experience communicating this Which sport. was good for you to mm -hmm. learn it from, you're no longer the player now. You have to do it exactly. from the sideline and bring that out of yeah. everybody else. And I think actually not starting and having to work so hard to get playing time helped me be able to recognize what it's like to not understand. like physical movements or not understand how my hand placement needed shifts. So I'd already had great coaches that had broken down pieces for me. I just needed to learn how to then project it. And I really, I enjoyed having that opportunity at Bridgewater. It was a great group of girls and I was, I worked a lot with the goalie and kind of got my feet under me as a true goalie coach. Which, which makes is, sense. Yeah. So that was really awesome. She was a she's fantastic goalie. Um, and it was awesome to see myself become more confident. And so after that, I knew I wanted to go into head, become a head coach. I knew I wanted to stay division three. I love the, the balance between being an athlete and being a, being a student and having other things you can still do. Um, that's already always been something, balance has been something I've, I think is really important for kids. Well, and there's not that stress of you're a scholarship athlete and you could like you could not be in school at the end of the year because yeah. it, performance wasn't there or exactly. whatever might have come up. There might be a kid mm -hmm. a little bit more talented that, okay, sorry, you, you didn't perform. We're going to put your scholarship to yeah. this person instead. You can still, you're more than welcome to come back, but now you have a financial burden of... Exactly. I think there's there's just so much to do at the Division three level that supports the person, doesn't just support the sport, and I, I love that. So you get to, and if I say this wrong, so Concordia, Chicago. Mm -hmm. What was the difference between the two schools you've been to and then getting to Chicago and being in... Very new. Very new. I'm a, if, and you've ever been to Carroll County, it is country roads. It's very much like Bethany. It's, I lived right on the edge of the reservoir. It's hiking through woods. Never lived in a city. I've driven through Baltimore a few times. But other than that, I was definitely a country girl. So coming to Chicago, that was very different. The caliber of lacrosse. I, again, growing up, I didn't realize how good lacrosse was in our area. It wasn't until I went other places that I recognized how great the coaching I had had from middle school on really was. So I got out there and there are just a lot of developmental programs. There are a lot of areas that are growing and you, you have hot spots within Chicago, but it's such 
a growing area that that's really what I wanted. I love teaching the sport mm -hmm. and getting out there. I was working with a coach who really let me just whatever you need to do to grow our program. It was a brand new program as well. Whatever you need to do. So to not your first time. Exactly. The, yeah. Um, it really let me explore everything. So I, I loved that experience. I made some of my best friends out there. Um, it let me really learn what the coaching, what coaching requires of you. I was on the road a lot. I got to go to a lot of high schools and make relationships. And I think that's really what Division Three relies upon is, and really all of, all of sports is it's relationships. It's who do you know, how, how can you maintain these relationships when you're traveling, all of those kind of things. Mm -hmm. So our first year, we had um, 16 out of 17 girls who had never seen the sport before, much less played. And so if I had to describe that first year in one way, again, humbling, definitely humbling. They were great kids, they wanted to learn, and we picked up a few that, if they had played this sport from the, the time they were little. Studs. Absolutely amazing. So it was awesome to see that that was possible, that if you start a new program, you don't have to stay developmental. And if you get the kids to buy in. Then it's it's kind of a down, the downhill is a good thing. Though. Exactly. That ball is now rolling. Exactly, and they, they can fall in love with something all over again. That's really, that's really what I loved about the whole experience. So you're out in Chicago. At what point do you decide that now it's, you've gotten your feet wet, you're comfortable enough, let's start applying for other jobs, like yeah. maybe being, even if it's a high school head coach, just mm -hmm. to get yourself that head coaching experience? Yeah. When does that come into your head where like, okay, now I, I kind of want to run the show. I don't just want to, I want to help, but yeah. I also, I want it to be my show. Um, well, as I was finished at my master's out there, I finished with my master's in sports leadership. Um, so coming into like really January, February, I was already starting to look for positions. I knew that Chicago had been a great experience, but I wasn't going to stay out there. I wanted to come a little closer to home. I wanted to come to somewhere a little more rural, but the whole process of building a program I was in love with and our sport is the fastest growing sport in America. So there were a ton of opportunities to start a new program and that was really how I started shifting my gaze a little more eastward. But I didn't wanna go back to Maryland. I didn't wanna go back to Virginia. I wanted to go somewhere where it still was really new and Bethany really was just such a perfect fit that it was. I was so excited when I saw that posting and got to learn a little bit more about it. Well, before we get into yeah. Bethany, I have, we have, a, I have a friend that he did a video for me Kieran Dunn from Maple Shades Outdoor. Mm -hmm. So we're going to kick it to him for that, and then we'll be back for part two, and we'll get into your Bethany journey because it has you. You <laughs> kind of have the different of every other coach I've talked to so mm -hmm. far. You have a you got here. There's a year of just I'm going to go and I'm going to recruit, mm -hmm. and then there's what's supposed to be the inaugural year that. Well, yeah, yeah, it was it, it was a very this has been a process. This has been a long process, but I think we're really we've got some really good things coming. We'll be right. This is Dingo Talk. I am Carla Guadagnino alongside head coach Liz Geyer from the women's lacrosse program here at Bethany College. This is Dingo Talk. And go ahead, KJ, do your thing. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. 
while you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page. Enjoy some videos and some outdoor content. You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk. So I'll talk to y'all later. Hello to my little friend!